Royal Court. My name is Mary. I got my girls here with me. Man, what's going on, family? It's your boy JD. And it's your boy Doug. Man, everybody, talk to y'all at somewhere to follow us at, man. Uh, you can follow me my ad, Beauty Lion, on Instagram and on Twitter. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's at underscore Doug24. Man, y'all already know. On Instagram, follow me at Stay Humble. Humble Strong with a one in it. Underscore JD. And then follow the, the, the Royal Court Podcast page. DRC underscore podcast. What's going on, DRC family? This your boy JD once again. This is Mary, girl Mary. And Doug right here. Hey, let me tell y'all, man, this is our first official episode of the DRC podcast. Man, let's tell y'all what the topic is. Um, so pretty much there's been a lot of stuff going on out here in the world, in our society. You know, people of our color been, you know, dying to unjust situations. So let's talk about it. Um, why is it so hard of being black in America? Um, it's crazy because one thing that I always thought about is like, you can go home and take your uniform off, right? But I can't go home and take my skin complexion off. Like, I can't go home and like remove my skin and say, hey, you know, I'm a totally different person. But being black in America, I feel like it's stifling. It's stifling as fuck. Like sometimes we're not able to move the way other people move, or we're not able to grab the things that other people could grab because you know of our skin complexion, which is not something that we had a choice in. You had a choice in your profession, but you got police officers out here killing black men and women uh, like it's nothing. Like, uh, like we just disposable on the street. So it's crazy to think about it like that. So let me ask y'all a quick question. Before we, before we even oh, yeah. really talk about that, me, you figured it out. <laughs> so you feel yeah. me? In the year 2020, y'all feel like racism is ended? I mean, Brandon, we got we got rights and shit. We got we got amendments, we got stuff Let's like that. Just say Go ahead. Fuck 2020. Factual. Start there. Factual. Big, big yeah. 2020, yeah. real shit, bro. I don't know what th- we did to 2019, but that, no, that shit ain't rocking no more. 2020 was a crazy year. I'm not, I'm not supposed to be too crazy, though. Because, no, I mean, crazy. it was a blessing in disguise. It brought clarity because we were able to see. Now, when people being at home, you're actually able to see this injustice. you were able to watch somebody put a knee on somebody's neck on TV, and they showing it and they playing it over, over again. Me. But to answer the question, back to your question though. Hell no, racism is still here. Elaborate. What? Talk here, like you watch it. It hasn't gone anywhere because, you no, know, like we said before, we're, we can't change our skin color. We're black, and that's what it is. It, it's so much hatred in America that it like it's ridiculous. You have people at every point saying, "Well, if you." Don't resist the rest, or if you don't do this, you'll be fine. Well, that's not the case at all. We get pulled over just because we like. We come out of the store. We come out of the store, and you might be 6'5", 240, and you you're a threat because you're black. It's terrible. Like it's it's racism. Racism was built in this country from the jump, and it's it's going to be. It's it's even to the point that. They can put you against your own your own kind at this point. You got light skins versus dark skins. You got people now at war with themselves because of the systematic approach they took when they built slavery, when they started, you know, keeping us in chains and locks and all of that, putting barriers between us. They put us in this barrel 
they we all crying. Still, still nigga versus yeah. house niggas. That's what. Like, like but still nigga. Still nigga. At the end of the day, but racism hasn't changed. It's just, I mean, it's covered up. It's nice now. Like they put a nice little book over it just to say, okay, yeah, we're gonna let y'all in, but however, we're gonna keep you in a box. Then in the day, we're not gonna give you everything that we're gonna give our white counterparts because you know y'all not deserving of it. You never were. You never were supposed to be here. But we're gonna we're gonna slice it up for you, make it look good. <laughs> I mean, nice little boat. <laughs> you got Rihanna Taylor, George Floyd. Say their names, man. Austin Norton. What's my man? Ahmad? Ahmad Arbery. Man, Trayvon, Trayvon Martin. It's crazy. Yo, as an African-American male, straight come, coming out of Baltimore, Maryland, let me tell you, I'm, from, I'm coming from over, over west, you know what I'm saying? I'm coming from over the, you know, the Garrison, what's <laughs> that Garrison, uh, Park Heights area, you feel me? Yo, uh, <laughs> I'm talking about the West, I'm talking about the West, like, Sure, don't do that. We are, we are. It's cool. It's cool, man. But no, but you know, being a, you know, being an African American brother, being an African American king, excuse me, stepping outside your house, looking over your shoulder, being scared of the police, the police that's supposed to protect you, you know, it ain't a good feeling. Like, I want to be just like the next brother out here, whether he's. Mexican, whether he's Latino, whether he's black, white, Indian, I want to be in those big names and those big ranks. But because of my skin color, that shit holds me back to a certain degree. But you know, because of my skin color, am I supposed to let that shit hold me back? Fuck no, I ain't got time for that. I got a whole family to feed, you feel me? I got people looking up to me. I got to take care of business. So by any means necessary, I'm gonna knock that motherfucking wall down, and I'm gonna get to where I gotta get in life. And you know, I'm glad we got our sis Mary out here with us because you know, our sister's been holding this down for a lot. And we'll get into that episode about relationships and shit like that. But you know, the brothers, you family, we didn't, we didn't get a, we didn't did some shit to our sisters, man. But you know, our queens really be holding shit down, man. And you know. It's the time for us, especially as men in this generation, this millennial generation, we had to step up to the plate. We had to be willing to sacrifice our lives because our great-grandfathers, our ancestors, they are the ones that, you know, led the way. They they pretty much put the blueprint out there, out here for us so we can be here. So, you know, with the blueprint that's been given to us, we got to run with that shit. We got to make a difference because right now, in this fucking time of the day, what's it, September? Yeah, it's time. It's, uh, it's it's a time for a new election. Motherfuckers gotta get out here, bro. <laughs> I'm not here to. I'm Trump gotta go. And listen, and listen, and DRC is not here to say, "Oh, uh, vote for this person, vote for that person." No, do your fucking research. Do your learn research. about yeah. this shit. Yo, it's three fucking branches to the goddamn justice it's system. Learn good. that shit. Motherfucker, right. let me put in the rap this song. <laughs> Like, learn about this shit, man. Make your choice for yourself. Now, you feel me? If you want to vote blue, vote blue. If you want to vote red, vote red. But let's but know why. Know why you're voting. Know why you're putting yourself out there. What do you want? Yeah, what do you want? What do you want to see? Like, you know, people talk. People people talk. But at the end of the day, who speaks to your, your inner being? Who speaks to your well-being? 
do they want to see you grow? Do they want to see you get better? Like at the end of the day, we're a, we're a democracy. So if you got a president that doesn't believe in your freedom or your rights or who you are or your skin complexion, let's start there. You got somebody that don't really love your skin complexion. At the end of the day, you got to know who you vote for. And please, and, and please keep in mind, the names that I just called on, don't let their death be in vain. Though. Not at all. Not don't at let their death be in vain. We need more of us, you know, fighting for us in the house. As politicians, you know, we know we know what we need out here. So just be educated about the shit. You can be from the hood, you can be from the streets, you can be from wherever the fuck you where you came from, but be for your people and be educated about it. Because at the end of the day, what they say, the scary the scariest thing to a white man is a brother with knowledge. And at the end of the day, there are things in life that we weren't afforded because of our skin complexion. So putting knowledge in a book. They didn't even give us a book when we first got here or when we they brought us over here, as they say. We weren't even allowed to read. Nigga, with knowledge was a problem. So just remember, your knowledge, knowledge is key. It's power. If you don't got it, then at the end of the day, you just another nigga to them. And you got to put yourself in some rooms that you can speak in. Like, I want to make sure that, you know, me and my bros, like, we eat to the point that we can put ourselves in rooms that they like, oh, who is that rich nigga? I'ma still be a nigga. Always. Always. But who's that rich nigga? So look, all right. Since we're talking about <laughs> food, you know what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. Let's get let's let's really dive into it. What's the next step for us as African Americans to really, you know, get that equality, to get that piece of that forty acres of meal, to get that you know that piece of that motherfucking pie. I'm gonna be up there like the Jeffersons. I'm gonna be up there, you feel me? I'm gonna okay, be up. Yeah. I'm gonna be up in the skybox. You feel me? I ain't gonna hold you. No, know, it start with us. It do start with us because, granted, like they've been turning us against each other. Like I said, our whole entire lives. So the shit's crazy because it's like, if we don't take a step and say, "All right, I'm not gonna kill my brother because somebody else told me." Oh yeah, this person gang banging, this person doing this, this person doing that. Like we gotta come together as people. Like you see other people holding their the races down. Hispanics, man, they ain't jumping the car together. Like they all ready to go. Giddy, 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 let's go. They living in a big ass, small ass apartment, one room, all trying to trap together. Like they don't pull each other down. You know, some you got some people on the other hand, but it's not like African Americans, black African Americans, like whatever the case may be, we pull each other down first. And that's been systematically put into our minds. So at this point it's like we gotta lift each other up. If we're not lifting each other up, then we're ultimately tearing each other down. And that just doing we're doing the job for them. Right. At the end of the day, you kill another black man, you just killed another black man for the white man. He patting you on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nigga. Good bro, job, my nigga. Bro, bro, <laughs> we both we, we both come we both come out from out the mud. We both come from the hood. I want you to talk about how them Chinese motherfuckers be out on every corner. You feel me? I want you I want you to talk about how them how them motherfuckers <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm first. I want to talk about how no matter what what other culture, especially in the white culture, they can hate that other white motherfucker, but they will still put him on. Like, come on, man, bring that shit. Because they still want to pull, they still want to pull their own kind up. Us, we get a little money, and we don't want to put that motherfucker on because they might, they might go past us. They might, right. they might do more. They than might us. do more than us. Oh, instead, no. of, instead of being happy that we're all together, that we're all building. So, at this point, 
It starts with us and it has to end with, end with us. Also, we have to we have to get the fear and hatred of each other out of our hearts first. And then from there we can do whatever. We can we can really go from there. But it has to start with us. Sure. Like to piggyback on the question though, like how? How? Because that started with us. Because it's crazy. Like we got okay. It's three of us right now. We talking real shit, and we're like, okay, that's what it is. But how do we get another person to say, okay, I want to then move like how y'all are moving? Honestly, I think that's. I mean, I can answer my own question because that's what we doing right now. It's being vocal, but you know, people gotta actually internalize that and say, all right, I wanna, I wanna be different. I wanna see different. I wanna move different. Like generational curses. Let's let's change those. Like they put us, they put us in a box, but how do we break out that box together in a linked chain rather than separate and you know kicking other people down just to get back up? Right? And granted, not every, not everybody is going to be on had the same vision. That's true. So you got you got to maneuver through the five who's who. But when you find those people that are like minded and trying to have the same common goal, collab, do something. Like, stop with the, I'm, I'm going to be over here, they're going to be over there, and that's what it is. Because that can't be what it is, especially in 2020. I literally had a friend tell me that he wasn't about to put his mans on. He wasn't about to put his mans on to make him money until he got rich. I'm like, what? <laughs> How does that help anybody? You get rich and then what? You rich. Your nigga's still struggling. But you got, but you got up. That's my man. It's like, no, that we can't all eat together if everybody want to hover over their plate. Show somebody some love. Share. Share. Share, Share the love. You know I mean, I definitely would say, um, amongst us African Americans, we definitely got a lot of crab in the barrel mindset. I ain't gonna lie. Crab in the barrel, though. Oh, yeah. We want people to bang. Crabs are not meant to be in the barrel, so. That's just stop there. Them motherfucking Europeans that took us out of Atlanta put on this motherfucking man. What they say? Let me rock that land. That's me not knowing when to rock. Right, shit. Like, <laughs> you keeping a band, man. I could be over the motherfucking Congo being a king or some shit like that. You feel know I me? Mean? Draped up in the diamonds and the gold and shit. How the motherfucker wanted to. Man, how my nigga Vicky say? Put me in the jungle, make them motherfuckers dance. You hear me? But no, like, that's some real shit, though. Like, how y'all said it, man? We had to be more willing to educate one another. There's a lot of niggas that you feel me, you, you, you speak some house to them, and because, oh, they went to jail, oh, nigga, you just, you know, you just been institutionalized. No, nigga, that nigga ain't had nothing else to do. And he educated himself. Don't be mad at it. These niggas go fucking crazy. He fed his mind, man. Like, some niggas, some niggas in there going fucking suicidal. Some niggas in there stabbing the next nigga up just so they can make it. Some niggas in there muscling niggas for fucking food. And uh. the crazy part is, that's what they want. When they put you in a, a system, they lock you in a cage as a black man. They see us as fucking animals, man. Animals. Like 95% of the jails are filled and populated with black men and women. So they put you in a cage. Then they tell you, all right, in order to, you got people that are like, what, the parole people or whatever they're going, the little officers, yeah. putting people to fight against each other, literally saying, oh, yeah, if you don't do this for me, I'm going to have this person come jump you. It's, it's all a mess. So at the end of the day, it's like, 
We gotta be the voice. We just gotta start first. And family, don't forget. Do y'all do y'all research? Please. The first, the first time African American African Americans came together and really spread the wealth was in black was the first Black Wall Street. Before that shit got tarnished, burned down. I mean, like I said, you know, you do do your research. You know, educate yourself on on that. I think I actually saw something on Facebook. It was like out of out of land that, that was up to five mm-hmm. down in um, GA for a matter of fact. I mean, just think about it. You know, 30, 30 black people. Yeah, it may it may be too much, but think of thirty think of thirty black people may have a thousand dollars. You know, buy some part of that, buy some part of that land, build something up, make something happen. You feel me? That could be you know the the, the new, next book. the next the next the next black Wall Street, and then and then some. You know what I'm saying? We always talk about technology now too, yeah. Facts. You know, we always talk about, you know, breaking those generation breaking the generational curses and also building generational wealth. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, sometimes in order to do those things, you have to take a step out there in faith. Let me tell you, literally, this right here, what we're doing, this is a step out in faith. Yeah, like not all of us, you know, are journalists, majors, not all of us, you know, are very talkative or want to be in front of the camera, but fuck it. We hear though. He said, you know what? I had a dream, like Martin Luther King. And then my dream is to make this shit bigger than BET. And you heard it today on the first fucking episode of DRC. This shit gonna be huge, you feel me? But um, you know, like I said, man, you know, it just it starts with us, yo. We starts with us. We have to be open-minded. We have to be able to continue to come together. I mean, I love what everybody was doing for us, the protesting, you feel me? But it's almost it's still doing. It's still doing. It's going strong. Trust whether, whether they're putting it out there or not, and the media is running it or not, it's still happening. And that's what Every all matters. Every you know what I'm saying? Like my sister's literally out there in the trenches. <laughs> like Probably talk about talk, like talk about your experience, like what you went through. You feel me? To be honest, I think it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Like I've never seen so much love and so much hatred in one spot. Uh huh. It was like oh, it was wow. crazy. Like. It's honestly, it makes the hair on my body rise just to think about it because it's just like, how can you say you love me and call me your brother, but my skin complexion scares you? I had this one lady come up there and was like, you know, I'm so sorry for what you guys go through. I totally understand. And she, she was a Caucasian woman. And to me, I mean, she was, it, it kind of made it seem like she was playing in my face, but the way she came off was like, so welcoming a little bit because she just kind of wanted to have a conversation. So I had to break it down to her, like, what do you understand about how I'm feeling while I'm out here? Like, did you get shot with a rubber bullet? Cause I did it with two. Um, did you get run away with tear gas and all that? Did you go home and watch a TV? Like, what do you understand? What made you come out here? And her, when I broke it down to her like that, she didn't even know what to say. She didn't really, the only reason she was out there was because her friends are out there and they brought some beers and they, it was a party to them. That's a bunch of bullshit. It was a right. party to them. And I'm like, y'all here drinking and y'all having fun and stuff, but we ain't even get the cops arrested for Breonna Taylor yet. Motherfucker's still out there. Matter she fact, died in her home. The, matter, of fact, matter of fact, who's the motherfucker that got locked up? Went back out there. He's back out, out now. I forgot. Who which one that was? I forgot which one that no, was. Don't But the motherfucker was literally in the store. Like, nigga, nigga got approached by a regular nigga, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. nigga was trying not to speak, but yo was getting angry. Like, nigga, you just literally killed a man. Like, you the whole time, your ass should still be locked the fuck up because you've been on dumb shit. Even with the George Floyd situation, 
that shit was personal. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, really personal. personal. I'm not gonna lie, being out there, it showed me a different side of, you know, officers, showed me a different side. There are some good cops. I mean, now let me disclaimer. Facts. We got we know it's not all y'all, like I said, but I can't take my skin complexion off. You can go home and take your uniform off. So to me, what you stand for is what you stand for and what you fall for is what you fall for. So you let your job allow you to fall in that mindset, but you still a black man under that uniform. You can take that uniform off, but when you step out of that uniform, you are now still another nigga to the so just need everybody to understand that, hold in that, on that, and like really bring that back to understanding that you still a nigga. It, to them, regardless, you're still a black man. They just put you in a uniform as a dangling monkey. So, end of the day, that's just how I see it sometimes. Not everybody, I do respect the cops that, you know, want to go in there and change shit up. Like, you know, really, you know, bring in the youth and have a reason for why they want to be a police officer. But, you know, I talked to some police officers that were, you know, of my skin complexion. Some of them didn't care being out there. Some of them was just, I'm out here for a check. And your job got to be more than that. Your job, your career, what your passion is, your love, it got to be more than just a check. Because you hold a gun. And most of the time, I hold my skin compulsion. So, I don't know what my trigger is for you, but you could pull that trigger and then say, oh, I'm defending myself from this, <laughs> you know, I don't know what to do. All right, this, this sad. Like, I take it off. I do. This sad. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to y'all, yo. Like recently, Crazy. when I was working at the PA, I ain't gonna. I did some dumb shit. I mean, I, I went, I went around the motherfucking car, speeded it in eight. I didn't see the little, you feel me, sure, sure. Pull it in, pull it in, on. So you feel me? I get off. So immediately, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna take my hands off the motherfucking wheel. I heard wrote that motherfucker before you approached it, though. I had my hands with boil my hand. So he came up to the car, white guy. He said, uh, hey man, how you doing? I said, hey officer, what's going on? Jim Carrey was, hey officer, how you doing tonight? He said, uh, did you know uh did you know you was going to eight months? Like, no, no, I said, yeah, I didn't know that. Did you know you went in front of someone in one month? I said, yeah, you know. Trying to get to work, officer, you know. I, Coming from Baltimore, Maryland, my little PA. He said, Really? Man? Where you working? I said, Us, us chip factory. So, <laughs> so yeah. I said, Yeah, man. Yeah, give me some and, uh, <laughs> I'm about to stuff a whole fucking box for that nigga. You feel me? Real shit. So, motherfucker said, You know, you can go ahead and get your registration. I said, All right, officer, I'm going to take my hand off the field. I'm going to take my hand off the stern. Well, just one hand go in my back pocket. Him a, him a license. He said, No, oh, man, it's okay. You take off. You take both hands. I said, Officer, you sure? If I take off this second hand, you sure? Are you sure? It's crazy that you're not going to do that. <laughs> I say, yo, like, listen, I'm willing to play the game, but at the same time, I'm at fifth of my fucking life. Like, shit's crazy out here, man. All right, yes, we know some good cops out here, you feel me? I love I love, I love, y'all that you really go out here and serve and protect, you feel me, for us, man. You know, shout out to my family members that have been in law enforcement and still are in law enforcement. Like, I love y'all for doing the job that y'all did. You know, and retiring when y'all when y'all did was because this this time right now, shit. I want to y'all out here. I'm gonna keep it a thing. Not even on. Like I don't know. It was this Instagram post I seen that was like, you know, I know all cops aren't bad, but 
No, you fit the description. Exactly. End of the day. Right. Just like how we fit the description. Just like we fit the description. You fit the description. Oh, yeah, we saw so, a black man. Damn, bro. I'm not yeah, even tall. Five, seven, bro. The nigga you was looking for made about six, eight. <laughs> At this point. Like, but you fit the description. So that's how they kind of carry us as black men and women. And it's scary. It's scary to be. One thing that I realized on the protest for myself, I'm a black queen. So I have to bear either a black king or queen. And I'm not about to get a call saying that my son is dead because he fits a description. Like, that's just never happened to me. Like, I can't see, and I can't imagine all the people like Ahmaud Arbery running down the street and getting chased by three white men recording Like, he just wanted to take a run, but now he fits the description for them. Or, you know, Trayvon Martin. Motherfuckers want to be. Motherfuckers want to be. Like, what's the nigga name? Um, a shot, um, Trayvon Martin. Zimmerman. Now he got fucking shirts and billboards and motherfuckers. This nigga, this nigga eating this shit up. Eating good. He better eat this shit up. Because he killed a black boy. I don't know what world that is okay in. I ain't gonna cut. I ain't, you feel me? That's a, this is another topic for another for another uh fucking show. And I'm gonna say this, motherfuckers can feel how they want. Then you got niggas, you feel me, wanna talk talk about, you know, they wanna tap Tory Lanez for uh uh May. Like I said, another 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 topic for another episode. Cause you don't got my brothers and niggas out here that ain't ready to tap these niggas that's out here shooting me out here. But they wanna shoot the next nigga that look like me. Like, come on, bro. We can't keep on killing each other. I remember, I remember die shooting a motherfucker. They ain't, I ain't, that's supposed to, they ain't supposed to kill me. That's supposed to protect and serve me. And that's sad to think like that. It's sad to think like that because those motherfuckers that put that blue, that put that blue shirt on is supposed to come out there and protect us. Mm-hmm. At the same time, in, in this day and age, I gotta protect myself and use me. It's really like, <laughs> who do you protect? Like, who do you protect? And that's the one thing that everybody kept saying out there. Who do you protect? And I'm like, you think it was out there, like, you got a military out there, motherfucking military. Like you in that whole shielded body armor, I can't hurt you. Shit, Queen of Slim was a perfect fucking example. Right, like, I came not, out yo, Brandon, I did not want to see that shit. That shit in that first time. I cried like when they shot them. Not gonna hold you. Like, and who 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 ran them out? Black nigga, I'm like, for some money. They, that's what they want. They so want. They want somebody like to do that. Even the guy that fixed the car, he didn't write them out. Even though he didn't, want, he didn't want nothing to do with. Them. But he didn't write them out. But another nigga. It's so crazy. Like yeah, they, America is the barrel. We the crabs, y'all. <laughs> crazy. America. They created the barrel and put us all in there and said, "Fight, niggas, fight." Let's see the best one. They they used to have. Literally fail to fight each other and man, they go who got it, who got who ever beat who, you know. Then they get you know some rest or some food. My nigga like some food, something that's a right. And then have to fight, again. <laughs> and then have to fight again, like with lashes and whips and chains and all that shit on your back. Like, right, that shit's been going on for way too long. I'm saying like being out at that protest changed my whole man. perspective of a lot of different people, man. Like, you're not with me, you against. Me. If you're against me, then I gotta, I gotta do whatever I gotta do to protect me and mine. 
Uh, real right. shit, man. I'm gonna keep it keep it a beam, man. Racism, man. This shit that's going on, then I ain't gonna lie. I've been fucking us in the ass in a long time. I'll tell you what, man. I ain't been in over for no. I ain't been in over for no fucking body. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not, I'm my daughter, my daughter, you feel me? My future, my, my other future children ain't going, they ain't going to know that they're not going to their father as, oh, you know, daddy just bent. Nah, daddy, man, daddy ain't going to break. Daddy going to keep fighting. Daddy going to show you that, you yeah. know, what it means to be an African-American. And be man, proud. Out here. And, and proud and love and yourself. Proud. You know, embrace your color, you feel me? I'm browner than a motherfucker. Skin sink. My skin soft. My skin glows. My skin soft is a baby we look so different like we have so many different ethnicities so many Real different looks like don't be mad black dog cracking is beautiful the black of the berry the sweet of the juice Ooh. They always, them, you think them European women, they want to look like us. They get their bodies done to look like us, ladies, queens. I'm speaking <laughs> to y'all. <laughs> I'm speaking to y'all. Love yourselves. Like, they want to look like y'all. Y'all get y'all hair done like them. And like, oh, I, when I, I don't want to wear my natural hair, my natural beauty. No, at the end of the day, they want to look like us. We're not the underdogs. They We're over on top of them. They say they hate us, but they really love us. They, they really hate us. Hey, bro, tell what season. Tell they what season hate us, then up, they man. copy. Tell season coming up. They hate us, then they copy. They they watch, then they copy. The end of the day, that's all it is. They watch us, and then they copy. Man, man tell what season coming up for us, bro. <laughs> you know. Talk to them real quick. Give them a little snippet. I know what I want you to speak with. Oh no, man. Shit, I'm in this motherfucker like Heavy D, the overweight lover in the house. I'm the overweight lover in the house. <laughs> I'm so mighty. But yeah, like, queens, we just gotta love ourselves and our kings. Like, queens, I'm gonna let y'all know, we are the rock to their, our kings. Like, they go through a lot. They go through a lot. But as black women, so do we. And speaking with my brothers here, they already know, like, he definitely holds y'all up, but we need we need strength. So we gotta do that fun now. Yeah, because it's so crazy right now. Like when I thought about everything, it's so crazy how everybody went so hard for George Floyd yeah, and Breonna Taylor's yeah. killers. Not she got shot in her home, y'all. What up, y'all? It's a real cool podcast, and we're here to tell you about our show. But before we do that, hey, fam, tell them about the app. Already, fam, we are the voices of our fellow kings and protectors of our queens. And you know, I'm the voices of our queens and the rocks to my kings. Oh. Well, here. I'm glad, you know, I got my family here before it me today. Um, this is something we've been planning out for a long time. Listen, right now, our millennial generation needs a voice. And we, as African-American kings and queens, we're going to do what we got to do. This is a podcast where it's an open forum, you know, where we got family vibes, where, you know, the family can speak to us about anything. And we're going to keep it real. We're going to keep it 100. We ain't got time to be BSing nobody. Um, like I said, follow the podcast IG, BLC underscore podcast. We coming and we about to apply pressure. You know what they say? BBS is good. <laughs> All that pressure make BBS down. <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah, we got we're gonna be the voice for y'all. We got you. At the end of the day, if you see black men and women, we out here. So we around. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this is only the beginning. Just the beginning. Make sure you follow the page.